It is a fabulous day regardless of circumstance and where you are right now, believers. I am your host, Autumn Brown, and you are listening to When God Showed Up. My spirit was moved to launch this podcast to share God's current presence amongst us during these times. I wanted to use this platform as a means to motivate believers to continue to allow God to manifest himself through spirit, heart, and mind. It is my spirit's greatest intention to invite and engage with believers who have discovered truths about God through scripture, faith, but more importantly, I believe, through personal experience. We want to continue to encourage one another to walk by faith and not by sight in this ever-changing society as true spiritual beings. Let's share the importance of working in harmony with others, growing, living in God's purpose for our lives, while sharing our encounters and testimonies with each other. Hello, hello, believers, and welcome back to When God Showed Up. It's a pleasure to have you joining in for session two, and I am your host, Autumn Brown. If you were with me for session one, I shared one of my many encounters with God, and I hope that it resonated with you. And I truly hope that you were able to think back on all the times God showed up and showed out for you, honey. I want to continue to discuss how God built my life up after I lost everything. Before we dig into my business or whatever, I have a thought for us to ponder on and ask ourselves honestly. As believers who submit to the Lord, has your heart changed since you began to build your relationship with God? Like, let's get real. Truly ask yourself, is there any evidence in your life that your heart and your mind is being transformed and renewed by God? In session one, I talked about how it required me to take a step and ask God for help in my homelessness. We discussed how God put it on my coworkers' hearts to help me find a place. I want to dig into a scripture that I shared in session one and just go a little bit deeper, and that is James 2.26. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. You know, although my coworkers had helped me find a place, I still hadn't gotten my daughter back. Yes, I had a place to stay, but I didn't truly have stability because my head was still in a dangerous place. Just because God saves you with that good old grace does not mean you're magically healed from the things that you tell yourself about yourself, guys. In my heart, I was grateful, but I had to get rid of myself and say, if I don't make changes in my habits, I'm not going to be able to provide stability for my daughter when and if I get her back. And of course, the power and work of God was evident to me, but in reality, I was still stuck on stupid, guys. So, you know, after I settled in the place that I chose, I started to attend a local church. I felt that it was the most respectful thing to do to pay God back for looking me out and, you know, considering how he revealed himself to me. But after going to the campus a few Sundays alone, I felt, you know, lonely and a little bit uncomfortable because I was intimidated. I felt like I didn't know the word like those other people. I wasn't bouncing around and jumping for joy, no shade. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't feel like I fit in. And moreover, I kind of felt like, you know, I'm I'm jacked my life up. So it's nothing that God could do with it anyway. I don't deserve grace because I don't seen a lot. I've done stuff. So I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, At the same time, you know, being as though I didn't have my daughter, it did leave me some 
some free time to have on my hands while I was out there in that big old city. So I chose to spend some time trying to understand who I was and the person that I had lost. So I remember taking myself out on dates, trying new food and activities, and just trying to come to like this understanding of who I was now and who I wanted to grow into. And I'm going to be very real with y'all. I had to, I had to fight my demons. You know, I still wanted to get high. I still wanted to go shopping, but let's be real. Me getting my daughter back was the most important thing. So I had to do away with those, you know, those, those childish things. And, um, well, after I was out there by myself for a little bit, I made a decision in my mind that I was going to go back home. Okay. So I was going to go back home and get my daughter. So instead of partying all the time, I worked to save money. You know, that good old side of me never left. <laughs> I had learned from first experience and not to go without planning. So I saved enough money to cover me until I found a job when I went back home. And then once I got my money straight, I was back on the road again to get my little boo. <laughs> um, when I got there, I was met by my family and they were happy to see me. Um, but for me, when I look back on it, there wasn't really much joy in you know, seeing my daughter again because something about her was different. When I finally saw her, you know, she, she, she looked different. And it wasn't in a physical way because it had only been about three or four months that we had been away from each other. She just, she just looked like hurt and disappointed. And I realized over time that her spirit had, had changed. And after all that excitement wore off, I noticed that she had this, this sense of panic and distrust in me. And I remember a few nights after I got back, she, she asked me, you're not going to leave me again, right? And that's when I realized I needed to rebuild my relationship with my daughter because she had lost faith in me. But I knew before I could rebuild my relationship with her, I had to have faith in myself. Scripture tells us that it's impossible to please God without faith. Pleasing God happens when we have faith and we apply it into action. When it came to my daughter, I knew I had to do things different in order to gain her trust and her faith in me back. She was still very young and vulnerable, and I just couldn't risk doing further damage to our relationship. I had to form new habits and show her that I understood how my actions hurt her and that I would never put us in a situation like that again. And I'll be very honest, it took me a few years to completely gain her trust back in her for her to be comfortable with me. That required me to spend more time with her and for me to talk to her about the things that we had going on. I knew I was going to need some serious, serious help with this though, guys, because my flesh and my desires, I still hadn't completely fought. And there was still this very profound calling on my heart to just, you know, draw close to God after his grace saved me. In a sense, I also had some fear and some panic myself. I know he saved me, but I just felt like I couldn't get over it and I couldn't get it, get it right. And I was a bit scared of that, like wrath of me not getting my relationship right with him. 
And I just felt like if I can't live up to his expectations, well, well, will he help me? If I can't fight my flesh and my desires, is he going to, is he going to forget about me and never show me grace again? You see, I didn't trust myself to do right by him. And just as I had to form new habits and be honest with my daughter, I knew I had to do the same thing in my relationship with God. And that's when I noticed he was showing up again. And this time he was showing up through her. I had to come to the conclusion for myself that I wanted and needed to do better. I also had to come to the conclusion that I'm not going to produce fruitful results in these relationships if I don't have faith that it can and will change. Just like I had to draw near my daughter to grow her faith in me, I had to do the same with God to develop my faith in him. In order to understand him better, I had to study. Just like I had to study myself when I realized I was messed up and I needed help. So to help me stay on track, I kept it in the back of my mind, reminding myself he already showed me he will make a way for me. It, it just made me realize that I didn't know everything and not knowing meant that I also didn't know what was in store for me. And and that's when I truly took action and just searched for answers and believers. <laughs> When I started searching for answers, everything that I wanted to know was in the text. When you are stuck trying to figure out who he is and what he could do in times when you feel like there are no answers, honey, the answers are actually already there for you. <laughs> God is 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 never silent and you're never left alone to feel as if there's nothing to do. The answers to your problems, they're in the Bible. To be real, you probably over there praying about something that could be answered just by studying God's word. No cap. Just like you, you creep on Instagram or you slide into DMs to get to know somebody you're interested in, you could slide right on into the word and get to know God and build your relationship and Holler at him. And and what's good about spending time in his word is that you will start to examine things from a different perspective when you continuously seek answers from God and you study and you understand who he is. And 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 the the the, the cherry on top is when you understand who you are with him. And then you start to apply it to, to your life, it'll become much easier to know what you know, you need to be doing and if you are truly being guided down the right path. And I'm going to keep it a thousand with you, all right? <laughs> when you start to reverse yourself in the word, it's like more than likely you're going to have the answers to things before it even becomes a question. You're going to be out here moving good, guys. And like, You'll start to see when you start reading things like you are fearfully and wonderfully made, your works are wonderful, or like nothing in all creation can separate you from the love of God, child. You're going to start flexing because you know you let. You're going to be out here like, yes, honey, I am I am wonderfully made. Nothing's going to separate me from the love of God. So you could do whatever you want to do. You could say whatever you want to me. But honey, I, I, I'm blessed, all right? 
and and with that there's this this one thing that i i want to encourage is if you're like if you like slitting god's dms and y'all talking now <laughs> uh build your own relationship with god and i'm not trying to like be rude when i say this but your grandma your auntie they, they don't they don't have like all the answers like they may know but this is your relationship and you may see him completely different when you start to develop your own relationship with him so please you know be careful it's kind of like when you meet somebody new and people tell you this person this or that you know in most cases what we gonna do we gonna run with what they say and and, and never find out for ourselves and in this this instance guys you 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 don't you you don't you don't want to do that. Don't let your belief get caught up in things people got to say about him. You know, it's it's just like how a parent knows their child in ways that the world doesn't know them. You don't want to get trapped into somebody else's perception of who he is. Please develop your own. Okay, we all run our own race. You know, what God does or does not do for others has nothing to do with you. You are his child and he will do for you, okay? He knows you better than anybody. Shoot, he probably knows you better than you know yourself or even your mama know you. And that's just me being real. And another thing, if you're like me and you thought things like, I'm so bad, he'll never love me. You'll read things like, do not fear, I have redeemed you. I have summoned you. You are mine. And Isaiah, and you'll be like, I belong to God. So I need to start walking different, you know, moving different. I, I, I'm, I got some protection on me, honey. Like, you don't worry about it. Or, or when you hear things like, when you need direction, you hear things like, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, for welfare, not evil to give you a future and hope, you'll be like, I just need to move accordingly because I already know I got a future. There is hope for me. I'm going to just wait for God to show me. <laughs> you know, believers, when you start digging in, God will show and tell you who you are and what you need to be doing. You are always guided and you are always prepared for warfare. And guys, I do want to warn you, there will be spiritual warfare, but man is a liar and God is not. The negative things that you tell yourself about yourself are lies. And and I think that that's something that that could be proven when you when you study. So if you have time this week, and if you and God are just like you know talking, you just slid in the DMs, and you know y'all y'all got your little stuff going on. Perhaps you can like, you know, wind up going on a date and or like end up at the crib together. And when you guys get alone in private, ask him, you know, what does he think of you? And let me remind you, relationships require reciprocity. So when you find out how he sees you in turn, you need to ask him questions about him. He may not be what other people say, and he could blow your mind, honey. And I don't think you want to miss out on a good one. You don't want to miss out on, the, on a good one, honey. So I truly encourage you to just 
take a little bit of time. Whatever you guys are doing this week, just take a little bit of time. So like I said, if you slid in the DMs, y'all talking, or matter of fact, y'all could be together for a while. Or even if y'all been together for years and you feel like you've been married, ask him to show you who he is again. Time changes, you know? He doesn't, but you do. And, you know, sometimes you got to just reflect a little bit and you might see something that you didn't see before. So, for all you know, you just may find something about yourself that you didn't know before either. And that's very important too. So, believers... That's all I got to say today. I already told y'all my business. I'm kind of tired of telling my business. So I need you guys to write to me. I want to hear about your stuff. Because you could probably enlighten me on a little bit of something. something. I don't know everything. I told y'all I'm just a regular old woman who loves the Lord. And I'm just doing my work. And I'm, you know, just trying to see how God showed up for other people so I could stay encouraged and maybe the listeners can stay encouraged. So drop me those stories. Uh, You can email me at autumnjbrown with an E. Don't forget the E at gmail.com or you can hit me on the Anchor app and drop me a message and I'll listen to it and 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 tell me all about how how god came and showed up for you i want to hear it tune in for session three i love you believers already thank you so much for listening be well and be safe and always remember god is out here taking care of those who love him bye ordinary people real experience sharing God's presence amongst us. Believers share their experience with God, spiritual growth, manifesting purpose, and standing firm in faith.